that's fucking football right there. None of that pansyastic tugging smile for the camera bullshit. Men puke, men poop on the field, men deliver their newborn baby on the sidelines. We win together we celebrate together. Football is back baby. Welcome back to another episode of the Goalpost Gambling Podcast. NFL season is done and in the books, and now we've got the alt leagues right before us. XFL putting in some work. They finished week one strong. A lot of good games, some really interesting things that happened, maybe some pointers the NFL could take from this, potentially. We'll talk about that. USFL is on the horizon. Personally, I favor the USFL over the XFL, but there's still a chance for them to win me over. I'll play fair and square. We had week one in the books. No episode on week one. We kind of had to see what we were working with. Really hard to go into this blind. You just don't know how these teams are going to work. But now we have a little bit of data. We can look at this and compare and try to actually make sense of these lines for the next week. But let's... uh. Let's start with first things first here. Uh, reactions from week one. We played the Thursday game for week two already, and of course it's Saturday, and we've got our Saturday and Sunday weekend slate upon us. From week one, though, one of the biggest takeaways I had was the review. I really appreciated how transparent the review process was and how efficient it was. They, uh, they allowed us to hear watching the game live, the actual calls coming in from the booth in New York or wherever the hell it is. It seems like it's always in New York. Maybe it is. It's just it's just every other apartment in New York is an NFL or XFL or USFL review booth. It's just guys watching football, calling into random games. But we did. We get to see some of that. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good getting to see in real time how they were making the call. You know, especially with conspiracies, everyone's talking about the script, oh, the script's leaked, here's the Super Bowl script, whatever it is, and all this bullshit. But it's really good to see the actual authenticity in the process, to see what they're discussing on the call, why it is what they ended up with. Because we only get the end result, whether it's been confirmed or overturned or it stands process was always also uh, really streamlined. It took about 30 seconds in one of the first reviews that they uh, they had and they talked about. That I think was a major bright point. Games felt a little little better paced than some of the NFL games with the, the penalties really dictating the game flow and game outcomes. So I appreciated that. In terms of name brand players, there's not many. Not many in the uh, XFL. Danuki leads the uh, Sea Dragons of Seattle. And uh, surprise, surprise, they suck. You've also got A.J. McCarron. Uh, he seems to be balling out. He is top five in rushing and top five quarterbacks in passing. He is doing his thing with the Battle Hawks of St. Louis. I think... Uh, I think we have to rank the teams right now. I don't know. I don't know how I would go here. 
I think our I think our number one team probably has to be the um mm, I like I like I do like McCarran. I really do. I think the Battlehawks are probably best with him. I'd probably say Battlehawks are number one. Number two I think the Renegades could have won by more. They had to come back and win that one a little bit, but I think they're a solid team. Three, I'll take the, the Defenders. Four, the Brahmas. I don't think they're that bad either, even though they, they're 0-1. and one. Ah, the Roughnecks were good. See, I, I have a conspiracy. I have a conspiracy, and we'll get to it. I'll take the Roughnecks next, and then um, Vipers and Sea Dragons, perhaps. And the Defenders, too. Fuck. So many teams. So many little teams in the league. Okay, let's solidify this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Renegades one. Excuse me. Battlehawks one. Renegades two. Roughnecks three. Defenders four. Brahmas. Guardians. Vipers. And Sea uh, Dragons last. Even though they've got some players, I don't think that they're they're necessarily good. We've got lines out for next week. There's not a lot of content on ESPN or other sources showing these leading scores and all that. You kind of got to do a little bit of digging. Uh, but dig, we have been doing, and so we have some content here for you guys. Good way to break down some of these games. I feel pretty confident, actually. There's a lot of uncertainty around the XFL, but that is great for betters. You do not want the books to be certain, so this is an opportunity for us to make a little bit of cash together. Saturday's game, Defenders and Vipers. Vegas laying three at home. I think I'm taking Defenders plus three. Vipers did not show me much at all in their loss to the Renegades. Um, I think the Renegades were a better team. They did come back a little bit. But the, um, the Defenders, I think, are um, a little more solid. Plus, you're going to give me three points. I mean, we had some... Uh, some pretty close games. Vipers 22 to 20 against the Renegades. Battlehawks 18 to 15 against the Brahmas. Defenders 22 to 18 against the Sea Dragons. And then Battlehawks 20 to 18 against the Sea Dragons um, in the uh, week two matchup we had on Thursday. So really, the only blowout was the Roughnecks beating up on the Guardians, and so that's that does raise a question. Are the Guardians that bad? Or are the Roughnecks that good? Personally, my belief on this is that the Roughnecks are probably middle of the pack and the Guardians just suck. That is that is my opinion on it. I don't think that their quarterback play is particularly strong. Um, Teyamu, I'm not sold on at all. Uh, I don't think he's really had success anywhere he's gone. No touchdowns in his first game, only one pick. I mean, I don't I don't have anything positive on him at all. I think Paxton Lynch is still better. Uh, even Perez. I'd even take uh, Perez over him. Cohen, I like Cohen too uh, with the Brahmas. I would even take Danucky, even though his team is horrible. I think him as a quarterback is still solid enough to get it done. And then McCarron, I think, is the uh, cream of the crop here. 
from our XFL quarterbacks. Back to our matchup here to kick off our weekend. I have to take the three points with the defenders. In all leagues like this, games just end up close. Defenders, I think, don't have the edge in quarterback play. I don't like Tayamu, like I said. Um, they they didn't look so hot that first week, but they do get the win against the uh, the Sea Dragons, who are 0-2 now. So does it say a lot? Eh, maybe not. But I'm I'm gonna take the three with them. The Vipers, I don't really, I don't really trust the Vipers and uh, Perez just yet. At least not with three points to lay. So give me the points here, and give me the defenders of. I don't even know where are they out of. They're out of somewhere. DC, I think maybe. Yeah, DC defenders. Our Sunday game, Brahmas and Guardians. Guardians in this one are catching three points at home. But I'm on the Brahmas. I'll lay three. I think the Guardians are that bad. They got killed, like we said, against the Roughnecks on the road. I think the Guardians are really bad. I don't think the Roughnecks are that good. I think they just made them look good by getting toasted. So give me... uh. Give me the Brahmas all day. I like their their team setup a little bit. Cohen, I think, is a good quarterback. Ballage, their uh, running back, also played for a few NFL teams. Good experience. Actually leads the um, leads the league in rushing right now. We will take it. Give me the Brahmas. Brahmas plus three. Or minus three, excuse me. Guardians catching it. Last game, Sunday, 26th. Roughnecks and Renegades. This one promises to be the best game. But I really like the uh, Renegades from what they were able to do. They did pull out a close win. But they did look like the better team against the Vipers solidly through the majority of that game. Roughnecks, I think, just blew out a very, very bad Guardians team. So I'm on the, uh, the Renegades plus five here. I think that may not be a sexy pick. But I think that's the the way to go here. Um, I'll take I'll take some points. Nothing wrong with taking points in alt leagues, especially when the games could go either way. The talent is just not uh, transcendental. It just is, and so getting any kind of points is really valuable because these games could come down to someone fumbling and you know butterfingers or an incomplete pass that should have been a touchdown. With the quality dipping, points are a very, very valuable commodity. We'll see how all this plays out, though. We've got our few matchups left for this week, and then we will move on to week three. We should know a lot more by week three. Uh, We'll say bet of week two, best bet. I am going to personally go with... It's tempting to take that plus five with the Renegades, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say the um, the Brahma's money line. You're gonna lose a little bit of value there, but let's take San Antonio's money line against the Guardians, who I think are putrid. They should cover, but you are locked in. That is a safe bet going money line with the Brahmas. We'll get these in 
feels good to get some football back in. Weather's starting to change. Uh, a little summer football, spring football, never hurt anyone. We will see you guys next time. Recap all this and more on the next episode of our XFL content. Until then, keep uh, keep goal posting uh, or gambling or um, just just keep it up. Keep <laughs> keep it up, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Don't forget to follow our page on Twitter, Daily Picks and Predictions, Goalpost Gambling at Twitter.com. That is Goalpost Gambling, no O in post. Until next time, guys. 